0: and Welcome back to my podcast for those who have been here before and for those who have not welcome to my podcast my name is I am Diony and I am So for those who have been here before thank you for always being here thank you for always joining me to do this so um <laughs> I've never say congratulations yes so I'm going to hold hold that My question, I have a question and my question is, is Nigeria a democracy? Is Nigeria a democratic state? Do we, in truth, practice democracy as a system of government or just on paper? Now, democracy as is popularly known, defined by Abraham Lincoln is a government of the people, for the people, by the people, government of the people. Which means um, literally or ultimately the decision making and yes decision making and everything politically related is dependent on the people, the supreme power is vested in the people. Now. Democracy can be direct or indirect, direct in the sense that take the smaller community as opposed to Nigeria. Um, People can be asked individually for their personal opinions and everything on how the government should be run. And indirectly, like in Nigeria, or like it seems in Nigeria, we elect representatives that we tell how we want things to be done for our growth betterment, our development, and be in turn, take it to the central government, and yeah, have these things be put into the constitution for us. Um, I don't know. I am, uh, I don't know what I feel. That's the truth. I don't know what I feel, but I kept thinking about 20 years ago the election that declared or was supposed to declare mk Abiola as the president elect and that declaration never happened and for those who do not know the story i think I'm, I'm just here to tell you guys the story of what happened 20 years ago and yes of course i want you to answer the question of whether nigeria is or is not a democratic state According to you, now twenty years ago, June 11, there was an election. That election has been deemed as the freest and fairest election in the history of Nigeria. In that, for the first time since independence, 1960, um, there was. No intimidation of voters. No violence against voters. No violation of the... Of the... Sorry. Where did my head go? No violation of the... Oh my God. Okay, let me... I, I don't want to use no rigging of the votes. No violation of the results. Thank you. <laughs> yes, no violation of the results and just... Um, just free i mean people came out and voted for who they wanted after coming out from 10 years of absolute military rule that did not better the nation in any way and yes i need to mention this for those who for people who believe that military rule may be better for nigeria it won't because history shows that the mili the militias the militants the military rulers the head of states and yes, the military rulers were as corrupt as the civilians. The development did not really happen. The country was as stagnant as it seems to be at the moment. Um, there was um, unrest. Of course, it was not a democracy, so there was no freedom whatsoever. It was just terrible absolutely terrible and so it's not be better than what we have right now i think yeah we just have to keep trying to make to make nigeria work for us yeah anywho um why did i talk about the yeah yeah so i said i was going to talk about 20 years ago right so coming out from 10 years of just absolute distress and recession and everything and everything like is happening in nigeria today they just wanted a breath of fresh air and so they voted for mko Abiola. out of 14 million votes sorry 14 million voters mko had 8 million and his opponents they were just two political parties and his opponent had 6 million and rather than announce declare him as the president of nigeria the military head of state at the time um general ibrahim but but bankida ibb annulled the annulled the election and called for a re-election now of course the people were furious there were agitations there were protests and all of that because he had promised before that before then that once the people voted for who they wanted he was going to step down from being the head of state and give power over to the civilian government now um of course yeah like i said people protested people people were angry and all of that and he said that He felt like there was security threat. I mean, it was a matter of why. Why would you do that? I mean, in the first place, the word annulment should not even be used for an election because it's a legal term that um, declares a marriage invalid. I mean, it shows that the marriage never happened. Like, it never existed in the first place, so there's no point carrying it on. And so, it declares a marriage invalid, right? That's an annulment. And so, how would you declare an election? People came out to vote. I mean, there's evidence of all these things. Why would you declare it? Why would you annul it? And then, um, yeah, there was that. Now, after protests and blah and blah and blah, he was like, okay, bye. you know what? I'm going to step down. But, yeah, Abela was still not elected or declared as the president-elect of the country. Rather he installed enesunikan as a civilian interim president or governor i don't even know it was yes and at the time the country was in shambles now abiola kept agitating to get his um um he i don't know what was rightfully taken from him right And okay, yeah, there was that. So he was agitate he was working on that and going to places. I mean, um the US government, the UK government, I think maybe France as well, the Commonwealth Organization. They I don't use the word banned, but then yeah, they kind of banned Nigeria and we're like, okay, this is the first time you guys are doing this. You have been clamoring for the people have been clamoring for a democratic government and where They get to choose who they want and like, yeah, things get to work for them in their favor and you're annulling it. Now, the high court at the time also declared that Abiola's win was annulled and they were like, okay, they wanted a re-election, but people were not going to have it. Now... Um, he said he annulled it because he got wind of the fact that there was, or he, he, had, yeah, got wind of the fact that there was going to be a, a military coup and the that military coup actually happened, right? After Enesho had been there for a while and he was really battling to, I don't even know he was trying to save the government or just not make it any worse than it already was, um... He was just there. Yeah, he literally was just there because he was a figurehead. And then Sonia Bacha came in and overthrew the government. And a year later, Abiola announced himself as declared himself as the president of the nation. He was charged with treason. That was, yeah, June 11, 1994. He was charged with treason and then put in prison. And then he died in prison on the day he was supposed to be released. I ask again, is Nigeria a democratic state? At that point, it wasn't, obviously. But I'm saying, what's the difference between what happened then and what is happening now? I feel like, in the first place, election, if that election is the freest and fairest because there was no intimidation or violence or whatever, that was even kind of better because... We see what we have today not only are people intimidated violated against bribed it's like people are even scared to leave their houses even after elections people are afraid because there is social unrest and there is insecurity everywhere and yearly we get i'm um, sorry sorry for that yearly we get Did I just say yearly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yearly, we get news from our head of state, our president, and I'm putting those in inverted commas, that they're on top of this, they're working on it, and blah, and blah, and blah. Now, in a democracy, there's pillars, the things that make um the hold of democracy i mean and without these pillars in place we cannot say that a nation a state, the country or whatever is practicing true democracy we have things like freedom of speech so that was banned in this nation so that was banned after people were killed freedom of speech the um, protection of human rights, freedom of the press, those three things in one, like, were taken away in 2020 at once. You know, the worst thing to me is the rigging of his election, how unintelligently it was done, and it was like, yeah, we're going to do what we want. Do your worst. (laughs) In a democratic state, government is for the people it is by them this is not for us this is working against us this is everything that's happening in the nation right now is working against us i remember having a conversation with a friend of mine last night and we're talking about Blah, blah, blah. MFLA saying he was going to release cash after the elections and all of that. It's been how many days? How many days? And on top of that, there is still social unrest. Now back to my question. Is Nigeria a democratic state or... we think it is i mean is it just all in our heads is is it an illusion It, it is actually to me it is an illusion but then yeah i'm asking you now in addition to that one of the pillars again that holds up a democracy is the rule of law which is the constitution nigerians have been asking for the amendment of that book for years now i'm going to call it a book because yes because the rule of law is not working for us at all the constitutions in it are not working for us at all and yet, yet, it hasn't been been amended and yeah, all our cries, protests, everything falls on deaf ears or they try to stifle our voice. I hope that's the correct word and yeah, just kill us, literally. God bless Nigeria. We're going to start a new chapter real soon and I hope that it does work out for us. Yeah. Happy new month to everybody. Thank you for listening. I hope I didn't ha- I didn't sound too sad or, yeah, too depressing. <laughs> I don't feel too good and I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't fake what I don't feel. Anywho, thank you for listening. Enjoy a beautiful month. Yeah. Peace.